0: George Clooney is the best Batman. Fight me. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. <Yeah. laughs> um, but again, uh, he makes a pretty good Bruce Wayne, I reckon. Um, but that's just because he looks like George Clooney, and he is George Clooney. Exactly. He wasn't and playing a character, he was just. Yeah, I mean, he's settled down now, but he was the definitive like bachelor for quite some time, and I think that is Bruce Wayne to a T. Um. Okay, on that note, I didn't think Keaton looked good as Batman. I mean, oh, that's As Bruce Wayne, he looked great as Batman. Batman. Uh, Val Kilmer is forgettable as Bruce Wayne. Fine as Batman. True, okay. So George Clooney would stand out during that era as a good Bruce Wayne. Fair. Um, I think Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne just looked a bit odd. Yeah. All. I don't know, maybe it was the combination of the turtleneck, the glasses, and like the weird hairdo. Yeah, yeah. From that era that Michael Keaton was rocking. Fair enough. But yeah, there is something about him as Bruce Wayne where you're like, mm, you're a little bit of a nerd. Like, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love his performance as Batman, obviously. Uh, I think he's got some of the coolest scenes in terms of like gearing up. I used to love those scenes. Like the Valkyrie one Fair. has got one of the greatest things ever when they're prepping to get into the Batman gear and he's deciding on which batarangs to to yeah. go for. That is a sick scene. But see that's the thing. The the Val Kilmer Batman movie had a few moments where you could see a really good movie underneath. Yeah. It was just unfortunately mired in Jim Carrey's Riddler, which I'm not averse to, honestly. Mm. Uh, I think he did a decent op- I think Tommy E. Jones's two face, especially with how they pulled two face offers his- Wow. They were like, let's get the Joker, but not the Joker. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that movie when I was younger. Like, that was my Batman movie. That one, plus the uh, Michael Keaton one as um, when he fights with the penguin. Batman Returns? Yes. See, I used to go through all those ones, but I think the... I know the first one I watched was Batman 89. But I think after that I then watched, like, Batman and Robin, and I was like, what happened? Well, Batman 89, was but that? That's the Michael Keaton one. With the Joker? Yeah. Okay, that is brilliant. I only saw that one years after watching all the rest. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, um, I was very surprised how good it was. Mm. See, the thing is, I think Tim Burton's a really inspired choice for a Batman movie, actually, because he pulled, like... He is gothic in terms of how his movies are aesthetically structured. Mm-hmm. And I think it really suited, like, the vision he gave to Gotham and Batman. Um, having said that, Michael Keaton killed a lot of people. That's did Batman. He? I yeah. don't remember that. He killed the Joker. Oh, shit. did <laughs> throw him off the rooftop? Wild. Wasn't that the whole thing? Or maybe that he was going to throw him off the rooftop. They had, like, a thing, and then he put the... Batarang thing. But the Joker died at the end of that movie. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Batman was, like, legally responsible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also, famously, there's that goon in um, Batman Returns who he just lights on fire with a Batmobile. Oh, you remember that? And, and there's also the dude with the bomb, I think. that he, he chucks the bomb back and the dude's like, uh-oh, and it blows up. <laughs> uh, so he killed a fair few people mind you, um, the, the Batman movie where they actually show the Flying Graysons. That That's is Batman Forever. Yes. With Val Kilmer. My favorite one. Oh, really a bunch. Yeah, 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 Of those old school ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. that, that one is like... So the we're one pre-Christian Trump Bale. Me. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, of that era, right? Mm. Because it had great representation of, of Robin and what Robin could be. Fair. I really enjoyed Chris O'Donnell as, as Robin. I did really enjoy that choice as well. Yeah. Um, Even in the Flying Grayson scene, like it was done really well, I thought it was great. No, fair enough. Uh, I haven't watched that movie in quite some time, if I'm honest, nowadays, yeah. but I used to, yeah, it was one of those videos that I'd get from the video store all the time, like every weekend. I actually have it on um, video. Oh, really? Yeah. I, again, I've got Batman and Robin, ironically enough, on video. Same. Because, yeah, uh, that was the one that... Because shortly off that, obviously, Batman and Robin came out. And then he was actually dressed up as Nightwing. No, 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 what he was dressed up that? as Robin. He had the different... Um, the, remember, because Batman and Robin was all about selling toys. Okay, yeah, So yeah. he... All of them got, like, the snowsuit variations and stuff. Yes, I remember, yeah, yeah. So he didn't... It wasn't that he was dressed as Nightwing. He was just dressed to handle Mr. Freeze. Yes, but, like... In one of the movies, he has the traditional Nightwing look. With the full black suit, but instead of the blue winged creature, he's got the red one, which we actually see in like later comics. He has the red highlights. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pull up, I'll pull up an image for you. Oh, please do. Um, because I've completely forgotten about that. Um it sounds pretty cool actually. Cause I'll be honest, I enjoyed I think it was New Fifty Two when they made Nightwing. The red-colored symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the look of it, although I I must say there's something about that classic blue. Check it out. Oh, shit, that is Batman and Robin. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I he completely, completely felt fighting like that. that. Yeah. And then he even, I think he has a moment where he asks him, like, call me Nightwing. No, that's definitely... Really? I don't think that's a thing. All right, okay. That, I think, is pushing it. Uh, if you can prove me wrong on that, though, I will be impressed. <laughs> I did forget about that costume. I did always enjoy that costume by Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, I was thinking of Batman Forever. At the end, he gets the, um, like, rubberized version of the uh, Flying Grayson's outfit. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, I think, looks pretty decent, all things being equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, no, 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 I remember that, and that was really cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, George Clooney's movie, it was basically just effectively product placement, which is why it wasn't very good. Yeah, I think Bane looked kind of cool in that one. Bane looked cool, but he was just... The problem with Bane at the moment is that everyone's just... He gets defaulted to just strong guy, mindless brute type yeah. cast, where in the original Nightfall, that's not him. Like, he's, he's smart. strategically yeah. out-thought Batman. Um, let's just, just say like Batman took down ninety nine percent of Arkham Asylum before we encountering Bane on his home turf. <laughs> he wasn't even prepped for it. Like he was like, I'm done. I can put, I can nap for two hours. <laughs> like Bane was like, Ah no, <laughs> you will be napping for nine months. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, okay. If you if you guys haven't realised, we're just going to be talking about Batman. Today. <laughs> <laughs> we've been going for about seven minutes. Um, yeah, so that's Batman. Anything movies? Okay, so we've talked pretty pretty precisely about the pre Bale era of Batman. Yeah. I think we have to talk about the Bale era of Batman. Goodness gracious! Already, we're only eight minutes in. Foreplay, Ryan. Foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> what you wanna keep talking about Val Kilmer? With orgasm and then move back to sex. That's not how it works, Ryan. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so you wanna keep talking about Val Kilmer. In there, man. <laughs> I think we can we can like slowly get there. Let's let's start with like really great aspects about those early movies. Okay. Uh, first two ones had a really good gothic tone around them. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. atmosphere they created for Batman was really, really, really good. Uh, especially the way they almost like mesh time zones. Yeah. Where it had like a fifties but nineties vibe to it or eighties vibe to it. Sick crime detective feel to it. Yeah. Like very noir, noir feel to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it looked like the animated series. Fair. Which is brilliant. Mind you. Yeah. Um, honestly, probably peak Batman, I'd argue. In terms of Gotham City, I think it looks pretty sick. Yeah, fair enough. I was talking about the animated series being just peak Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually, um, this is when I first started getting into Batman, before I'd even seen any of the movies. My first comics were all Batman comics, like fresh oh. out of the newspaper, and they were from the Batman animated series. Oh. I had one where um, he encounters Catwoman for the first time, Oh, nice. Who is um, stealing diamonds, and it's actually Robin who, like, points her out, and then Robin tries to beat her on his own, and he gets his butt kicked. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then Batman has to step in. I remember having these. Nice. Yeah, like... But, well, if we're leaving Christian Bale for later, we got to leave the animated series for after that. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that can tie you into Arkham... Everything, <laughs> all those games, <laughs> and all that fun stuff. Uh, okay, so let's keep addressing the prevail era. Yeah, so one of my favorite scenes was when um, Chris O'Donnell's, like Dick Grayson, finds the Batcave and steals one of the Batmobiles. Oh, yeah. And just goes to that glow in the dark party. Thing. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty great scene. Fair and enough. I really enjoyed that. See, that's the thing, is, like, looking back on the movies now, especially post-Batman Returns, they weren't great movies, but they're very enjoyable for kids. <laughs> yes, um, you yeah, agreed. Yeah, which, I mean, say what you will, because, not to be funny, but there have been some very, very good movies made for kids, of which I wouldn't quite rate the latter two Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I think they entertain well enough. Um, I think Batman and Robin, I think, suffers the most, uh, from especially the product placement, poor writing. Um, Yeah, yeah. because not to be fair, but the design's pretty much on par, more or less, with everything else that had been done previously. Yeah, it started getting really campy towards the end. Yeah, and that's, I think, the problem. Ah, question. Which of the pre-battle era is your favorite Batsuit on film? Um, Michael Keaton's first one with the yellow bat symbol. Love that. Oh strong choice. Like, I don't think anyone has ever pulled off the yellow bat symbol again after that. Nobody ever tried. Else, yeah, everyone else changed the symbol, yeah. Well, that's a strong choice. See, that's the thing, you really... That Batman oozed like a gothic like nightmare type of thing, especially with the leather and lo- almost like dripping parts to it. Yeah. And a rubberized suit. Oh, phenomenal. And also the Batmobile was inspired. Yeah. Goodness. The Batmobile actually, um, when he fights the penguins and the clowns, and oh. it has all the extra armor when it's Oh, cut. yeah. Love that. When that I was younger, sort of awesome. I was like, that's, that's the handbrake I need. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. That is an awesome scene though. To be fair, Danny DeVito's penguin is a interesting, Excellent. yeah, very interesting casting choice. He's a bit I think he fits the universe Tim Burton created, but he's mm. not the penguin from the comics. I think he looked phenomenal. Oh he looked phenomenal, but like the penguin in the comics is very that like aristocratic like yep. high end villain, you know, whereas this was a lot more he was a little dirtier. He was a lot dirty. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more as well. <laughs> yeah, a little rapey. The, um... The Catwoman, Michelle's Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Hot. Yeah, sure. But, like, as a kid, made me very uncomfortable, especially with all the licking and the leather. Yeah, that's fair. That's the thing though, that second movie was pretty dark, eh? Yeah, she and died. I th- yeah. And she was like getting licked by the cats and stuff. Yeah, that was hectic. And then yeah, it ends with her kissing the dude while she's tasering herself. And that's how she kills them both, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's I think why it ended up going to that super campy direction. <laughs> because the studio was like, For kids you say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was a whole scandal because McDonald's basically told them we can't sell toys like this. Yeah. Um, and they have had to like rebrand all of it. But yeah, very unfortunate because I got some really, really cool toys um, from the Bale movies. Oh yeah, I got some bangers out of that. Yeah, so I feel like, you feel like you're ready? I'm ready to talk about this. (laughs) Dude, I've been ready this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, In terms of Batman Begins, when I first watched it, it was very confusing for me I was way too young to appreciate what was happening in that movie I just saw like Batman I saw the beginning training bits yeah I loved it um, but the premise of the movie the scarecrow scenes I was closing my eyes through way too much of that movie to properly appreciate it fair and then only like a couple years later I go and rewatch that movie after I'd seen the Dark Knight I was like wow this is Wait, specific. so you watched the Dark Knight? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense of what you were telling me. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I, when I first saw Batman Begins, I loved it. Um, it was so good. Cool. <laughs> oh. <sighs> the explanation for all the gear that he has, the tricks that he's like, yeah. I feel like they finally explained why and how cool Batman is. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really, really good look at a grounded Batman, Yeah. which I think they did extraordinarily well. The Lucius Fox scenes. Let's talk about the Lucius Fox scenes and, like, getting the gear for the first time, checking out the Batmobile for the first time. It's so awesome. It's probably the coolest. Yeah. Yeah, I I really appreciate Batman Begins for really what it did, because, like, it really, like, it took Batman back to basics, but not... Not in like a strip him of his money, like yeah, 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 everything, it was kind of like a, this is his basic equipment, this is how it functions. Um, yeah. Which I really, really enjoyed. Uh, I think it's really, and I think Christian Bale did a pretty good job as Batman, all things being equal. I think he looks like, he's honestly probably my favorite Bruce Wayne, because he looks exactly like how I would imagine Bruce Wayne to look. And then in the suit, he looks formidable. That's true. I, I really enjoyed the way they did the suits, um, especially in the first one. Yeah. I find that the way it like connected, especially the way the cow had that fucking thick neck. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the look of that, but even when they slimmed it down and turned it into like parts and stuff in the dark night, it still looked like really good, especially with the cape on. Yeah. Everything looked like it was um, believable. The tech he was using was Believable, and I think that's what made the difference. Is because people started going like, "Holy crap! If I had money, I could do this." <laughs> yeah, it kind of put Batman back into the realm of like attainability. Or yes, yeah, which yeah is very fair. And then they rocked the world with the Dark Knight. Yeah, honestly, like honestly, some of the greatest cinema, and then obviously probably greatest villain that's ever been put in the DC universe. Fair, I think Jared, Jared Leto, look what you mean. Definitely made. not Jared. Okay, Becker. yeah, okay, that is from you and earlier. I talked about it before, and he cracked a stupid joke, okay? I was <laughs> so pissed, it. I'm actually still pissed about it. <laughs> Just ignore that. Heath fucking Ledger, okay, what a legend. Take the taste of Jared Ledger out of my mouth. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, Heath Ledger crafted a phenomenal um, joker. I would say, okay, before we move off entirely from Batman Begins, my only critique I'd really level against the film is probably that the fight scenes are a bit crap. I don't mm. think Christopher Nolan had quite figured out how to do them. The quick cuts were atrocious. Yeah. You remember that first scene where it's actually just, like, jumping all over the place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it started off really good with the whole scary, like, you take out the lights slowly yeah. one by one. But when it actually is that group fight, it's a bit messy. Um, I think the, the fighting throughout the trilogy is a bit hard like there's some really epic moments but it's mostly because it's in the dark but when it's like full lighting where you can see a lot of what's going on i don't think it like because of the suit it was very difficult to get really cool action a lot of agility out of the suit i think that's fair yeah also i mean because they picked a very grounded realistic um Martial art for Batman to basically. Did in, they make one like they created a martial art by combining different things that would make his fighting effective with the heavy suit? Yeah, it's there's a long story behind the martial arts. It's really really interesting. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was it was a lot more like close guard, a lot more shot, um, elbows, knees, that type of thing. Yeah. Which, it's good. It's a realistic ground and like Batman, he probably would go in like that, but. It's not exactly cinematic, but I will say as the trilogy went on, Christopher Nolan himself got better at filming the action. Yeah. Except for that one slip up in that, in The Dark Knight Rises, the cave just before they blow up the cave and release all the policemen, they had that scene where he, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I and that, that one guy just like, yeah. flies backwards from nothing, yeah, and you're like, how how did that what make a final cut? cut? Yeah. You know, maybe it could have been made better if they just added, like, a small mechanical noise and just CG'd, like, a line behind him. Like, you know? Because then it's like, oh, Batman laid, like, yeah. backlaw or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, You'd be like, it's Batman doing it, not just what the fuck is going on here. Also, interesting thing that i like, going back and watching these movies, he doesn't actually use the Batarangs against people, except for the Dark Knight Returns. He uses those, Rises. like, Dark Knight Rises the um, little dart batarangs to hit the people in the neck before he saves Jim Gordon from the ice. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. All the other times he uses it as like distractions and stuff. Mm. That's interesting actually, interesting little um, detail. Yeah, oh. oh. kind of strange because it was, I think, Batfleck who used a batarang on a person for the first time. No, no, no. Okay, obviously they used it in the earlier ones, but since Bale, he's the only one since Bale. Sure. Right. You're doing yourself a justice here. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you Use the but batarang to brand people. I know that much. That is a bit more intense. But that is the um, like the older Batman, their batarangs weren't necessarily like sharp, bladed, hectic thing. They were used to hit people. Yeah. But then Batflex, Batman used oh, to have the... stab <laughs> yeah. and like proper impale some people. Oh. We were having such a good time talking about Bale. (laughs) No, no, we don't have to move on. (laughs) Let's keep it at Bale. For the moment. Best Batmobile. Yeah. Pardon? Best Batmobile. Most tankish. I, honestly, I appreciated Christian Bale's Batmobile. I really enjoyed that. Having said that, I did like the design they did in Zack Snyder's BVS. Yeah. But I do agree. I think the tumbler just takes the cake. Yeah. I really... Like that, that thing is just a monster of a of a car. Yeah. Unless, unless we're throwing in the the sixty six Batman, because that Batmobile is a fire. <laughs> Have you seen I that? I feel like that is the one that they're basing the new Pattinson. Yeah, it looks, looks like it. Car off of that thing. I think it's gonna look pretty cool. I think I will, that'll be a contender. I reckon. Yeah. Um, in terms of like Batmobile looking cars, though, I think Keaton. And Val Kilmer had better Batmobile looking cars if we're looking at the way they yeah. in the comics. Yeah. With that huge front turbine thing. Mm. Probably, yeah. Uh, um, I would probably give it to Keaton, in all honesty. Mm. Yeah, most likely. His does look like the most Batman ish. Yeah. Interesting fact for you a lot of the designs in the animated series are based off of the Keaton stuff. Oh, sick. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Um, so which of the, so you said your Batman Begins suit was your favorite, right? Uh, all. Are we talking overall?
1: Or or are we we talking just in terms of
0: Batman? Um, Yeah, I think so, but purely because when I think Christian Bale Batman, that scene of him on the gargoyle pops into mind, Mm. and I think that with that neck and the way the suit's because it looks so large, yeah, it really does give him a, an intimidating presence. Because in, in the Dark Knight onwards, there um, because it's made up of multiple pieces to give him more agility, yeah, it slims him down a lot. Yeah, I mean he was pretty slim for those roles though. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. But like the problem is with the begin suit, it didn't. He like, looks more menacing. He looks. He was a monster like a in the house. Yeah, because it's just the solid thing here, whereas in like The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, you can see the pieces as it were, whereas it's like, so it's still like, it still looks intimidating, it still looks really good, but it's like, yeah. Okay, let's talk Batman emblems. Like, did you, I really like the way that Christopher Nolan did the Batman emblem. In which one? Um, All of them? All of them, but specifically Begins, I think has a really good emblem. Yeah. But then the emblem from um, the Dark Knight, yeah. where they straighten out the wings a little, yeah. that was really sick. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do dig that. Although, again, you like Michael Keaton will always keep coming back into the conversation because, again, his yellow Batman emblem. Yeah. Like honestly, and again, I think that movie really is Batman Eighty Nine is like a definitive Batman movie. Yeah. And I think Michael Keaton really did give us a fucking wallop as Batman. It's yeah, great. Absolutely. Jeez. And then in terms of, um, like, gadgets and stuff, who do you think had the coolest thing going on? Had the coolest toys. Yeah. Huh. Hear me out, though. George Clooney was prepped for everything. Like, Matt had fucking ice shoes. Ice skates bolted into his shoes. Those, fair. Um... See, so you think, oh, gadget-wise, though. They do have the really cool suit-up scenes in those earlier ones. Yeah. That's why i I'd like... Because they had some really cool things. I know Val Kilmer threw these, like, electrical things that made people, like... They made, like, a giggling yeah. noise. Loved those. <laughs> Back then, that was I was, was going to say, Val Kilmer probably had the advantage of being in the right period of time. Because Chris, Christian Bale's Batman didn't have a lot of gadgets, per se. Yeah. Like... His suit was pretty high tech. Yeah, but like, realistically, the only gadget that spring to mind would be like batarangs and the gun in The Dark Knight Rises, the yeah. those little globules of explosions, mm. yeah, which were awesome. Because um, again, a lot of his stuff is very real world based, so he would, so he uses like smoke pellets and stuff. Mm. Um, whereas the others all kind of had enhancements on them, like batarangs and stuff. Yeah, fair. Which is the and again like. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman kind of just shot people, so, <laughs> well, and, and branded them, <laughs> just beat the holy crap out of them. That's like, true. in a pure fight to the death, I'm telling you, Ben Affleck's Batman would, would clean every, every single one of them, now. <laughs> yeah. No hundreds. I don't think there has been a Batman villain yet that could stand up to Ben Affleck's Batman. Which, you know what, we brought him up earlier, how the hell was Jared Leto's Joker supposed to go up against Ben Affleck's Batman? (laughs) How was that a thing? I'm telling you Deadshot could have killed Jared Leto, easy, and Batman made three seconds work of Deadshot. Which, yeah, like, yeah, (laughs) honestly, are we gonna dip into fucking BVS now, like Batman, Ben Affleck Batman? We yes. may as well just open the floodgates. <laughs> we may as well just, yeah, we can move on to happier topics. Alright, so here's my thing. Okay. Ben Affleck has got one of my favourite bat suits of all time. Yes. Yeah. Simply because it looks exactly like the Dark Knight Returns Batman suit. It really the does. The emblem, the colour scheme. Dude, the jeepers. Jeez, the size. Yeah. The opening scene of Batman, when you see him up in the corner, yeah, in the and dark. he just like fucking like, rustles along the top of the roof. That was wild. I don't know how the fuck he did that. Yeah, that, that like, man's grip strength is insane. Well, that, yeah, that was one of the moments where you're like, that's slightly unrealistic, but god damn, I believe no. Batman can do it. You no know, wonder the criminals are so scared of him. Yeah. He looks like a demon. Yeah problem is, they're also terrified of the fact that he brands their skin. <laughs> I can't stress this enough, he shoots and brands people. <laughs> like, is this really Batman? <laughs> okay, but in this, not in the theatrical. Wait, in the theatrical cut, not the extended cut, right? Where there's not the blood on the wall when he beats those people up in the warehouse. (laughs) I'm telling you, that is the coolest scene Batman has ever been in in terms of fighting. I'll give you that; it is one hell of an action scene. And honestly, that is Batman firing on all cylinders, as well as like a perfect live-action recreation of the Arkham games. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But he murdered every single man in that (laughs) room. Okay. (laughs) You can, you can digitally erase the blood if you want, <laughs> <laughs> okay? They're dead. <laughs> there is, a case in point, there is a moment, okay, I don't know why I'm case in point, there is hundreds of moments <laughs> out there, but there's a moment where they throw the grenade and they're like, yeah, a grenade's gonna take out Batman. Batman just goes, I, right, this grenade's yours. Have fun, <laughs> Closes the door. Grenade goes off, you think they're alive? <laughs> No. <laughs> Grenades kill people, <laughs> <laughs> well, you okay, and Also, so on that note, I... <laughs> this jackass okay, <laughs> rescues Martha Kent by taking hold of some dude who's holding a gun. And this is when the defense comes in. They're like, oh, Batman didn't shoot. Motherfucker, he pulled the trigger. I watched. Okay? Uh, he aimed and shot. You can say the other man's finger was there first... It matter. There was no intention there to fire. Batman was all in that and he just opens fire on the fucking flamethrower. <laughs> I don't kill people. I just set them alight. <laughs> <be. laughs> like, good God. Uh, I also loved that scene because it showed like the weaknesses in his suit. Like, the guy shot him in the head, but earlier you see that there's like huge metal plaything inside of his-, his Yeah. Towel, which was super cool to see. And oh, yeah, and the, when they stab uh, him in, like, the shoulder there. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, it obviously gets in between whatever protective plating is there, which you see in Justice League. I love the fact that he took off the cowl, and you could see what was underneath the Batsuit, what he was yeah. wearing, and where the pla- arm and plate uh, Yeah, in it. Justice League, it was a neat design I love that. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorite scenes to finally get a look at what's underneath the Batsuit. Fair, fair. Because um, I suppose it is in a lot of media where he's got like an undergarment, almost, that goes, yeah. Yeah, that he goes into the Batsuit with. Um, the yeah. Uh, okay, so on the topic of Ben Affleck's Batman. I like Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. I think Ben Affleck suffered from horrendous writing. Fair. But I think he was honestly one of the best parts of Batman versus Superman. Yes, agreed. His um, interactions with Alfred are probably the most Batman. Yes, like. also the Jeremy Irons as Alfred inspired casting choice, especially coming off of Michael Caine. Yeah. Because, wow. Michael Caine, do you even lift? What's the point of all those <laughs> push ups? <push-ups>? You <laughs> can't even lift this long. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Get to the heart of Batman right there. <laughs> do you even lift Master <laughs> Bruce? <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, Again, I think Ben Affleck was just underserved by writing, Um, and he had the potential to be one of the best Batman ever put to screen. Yeah. Um, Justice League fucked him over, but let us not speak of Justice League (laughs) when we speak of Batman (laughs) films. (laughs) I feel comfortable calling Batman vs Superman a Batman film because he gets more screen time than Superman. (laughs) 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 Honestly. And then, in terms of like really good dynamic, I think Michael Kane and Christian Bale had such a good thing going. On. Oh, they took the cake for the Bruce Alfred dynamic. Honestly, I think he also showed like the capabilities of Batman as a really intelligent guy, creating that sonic, whatever, with everyone's phones in the city, oh, yeah, recreating yeah. the bullets and everything in the wall, like. I think he had a really good job showing his, the detective side of Batman to an extent. Fair, and I, I, I feel like it was a bit light, but that's my problem. I think in general, this one is going to focus on that, which is yeah, which I said, yeah. Um, but yeah, because it has been an aspect of the character that's kind of been knocked to the wayside. Yeah. Um, okay, but spin off somewhat out of Batman vs Superman. Because that movie took a lot of its inspiration for Batman from The Dark Knight Returns. Mm. Which, have you watched the animated movies? Of course I've watched. They are so good. The mud pit fight. Dude. (laughs) The mud pit. This (laughs) is (laughs) not a fight. (laughs) This This is an operating table. table, And I'm a surgeon. (laughs) What a G. Honestly. Um, And I was really impressed. Because I think it's Frank Welker is the voice of Batman in that one. And he did a really good job. Especially as just this old like broken batman yeah which okay side note we're gonna get into this now because this pisses me off okay generally people always go oh you know you can excuse ben affleck's batman for murdering because oh batman murders people in the dark knight returns that's not technically true though he like cripples them for life yeah he's a lot more brutal but i'm there's a fucking line in that comic where he, he has a line, I think they put it in the movie as well, where he says, um, he's fighting the Joker for, like, the last time. And yeah. he literally says, of all the people I've murdered by letting you live. Like, again, that's not him, because people always point to and like, oh, there, he's saying he murdered a lot of people. No, he's saying the Joker's murdered a lot of people, and he's responsible for it because he's murdered yeah. them alive. Like, as to my knowledge, in The Dark Knight Returns, I, I cannot... Properly remember a moment when Batman actually murdered someone. Yeah. Like genuine. And that is frustrating because I think that goes to the core of Batman's character, that he doesn't do that. Again, great moment in Earth One, um, the second volume, I believe, where he's now established himself as Batman and he to Alfred killed the penguin in volume one. And basically uh, Batman's fighting these group of thugs on the rooftop, and one of them trips backwards and starts falling off. And Batman specifically catches him, and Alfred says, "Let him fall. Like, he's just a thug, so what?" And Batman says, "No, I won't let that happen. Like, I'm not gonna. Like, what if he has a kid, basically?" Yeah. And uh, and he's like, "I'm not gonna murder anyone." And Alfred's like, "You wouldn't be murdering him if you just let him go." And he's like, "But I can. I, I could save him." Yeah. And that, that to me is Batman, and that's why I think people had such a, a negative reaction to Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, especially the way he guns people down, and uh, according to Zack Snyder, manslaughter. That's that's just killing. It that's is killing just with murder. extra steps. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot of murder. But anyway, um, oh, there's a really funny meme where it's like um, that. Um, Batman from the comic says, "If you kill a killer, the number of killers in the world stays the same." And then Ben Affleck's Batman says, "But if I kill a (laughs) hundred (laughs) killers." Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) All right. Most ripped. (laughs) Oh, like best best shaped Batman. Yeah. George Clooney, I'm sorry, buddy. You're at the bottom. You're. You're way at the bottom. Honestly, I think realistically can only be Ben Affleck. Purely because um, I don't think Christian Bale had... Like, I don't think he got big enough, if that makes sense. Like, he yeah, got yeah. big, but he was also very, like, lean. Yeah, <laughs> He's very smart, small Batman. I thought he looked great in Batman Begins, especially because you got to see him, like... Bruised in the morning, yeah. doing push-ups and stuff, and then also I think you got a great look at him trying to balance his life in the dark night, where he falls asleep at the business table. And yeah, stuff that's like hilarious. That. Like, and I think he just—they just did a great job of balancing Bruce Wayne and Batman in those movies that they never got the opportunity to do in others. Yeah, that's also true. Um, but that's because, to be honest, the Bruce Wayne stuff was always kind of swept aside in the other movies. Yes, yeah. Um, whereas Christopher Nolan, like, don't be funny, Batman Begins, it's like an hour before you, like, Batman suits up, basically. Yeah. Like, you spend a long ass time with Bruce Wayne. Uh, I think they even say that, Christopher Nolan said, like, the important thing was to make you care about this guy before he put on the mask. Exactly, I think that's 100% true. Yeah, but I think, honestly, in terms of, like, actual shredded physique, Ben Affleck in Batman versus Superman is shredded. Impressive. It- when I first saw that scene, I was dumbfounded. Honestly, I thought he was going to be chonky, Fair, yeah. and then he had the biggest, treadest, most shredded abs I have ever seen. Yeah, that, that one wild. scene was insane. And that's what I'm saying. Like Christian Bale was in, in shape. He looked really good. Yeah. But wow, Ben Affleck had maybe it was the cinematography, cent- yeah. maybe it was what, but age. Shut that up, man. Yeah. He put in a good amount of work to get in shape of Batman. I mean, compared to what, like, Henry Cavill did, like, man did justice to But see, that's the thing. He had to go big because Henry Cavill is huge. He's a monster. Like, not to be funny, we were talking about it earlier, sticking Christian Bale in the, like, DCEU instead of Batfleck. He would be quite small comparative to Henry Cavill. He's, he's actually taller than Henry. Cra- Henry Cavill. Oh my goodness. No, but I'm talking width-wise, though. Yes. Yeah. He like. like oh, it would be an interesting, interesting matchup Henry up. Cavill would make Bane look little, and Christian Bale, when compared to Bane, looked like slightly smaller. Yeah. Which was the idea, right? Like. To be fair, though, that could be quite a cool effect to have if you were to stick him into the DCU, where Superman is just like. The Uber effectively, where he's just massive, like he's bigger than Bane. He was like a bit like stronger, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, Here's one thing that's always kind of bothered me: is like, how did Superman get into such phenomenal shape if he has super strength? What was he lifting? <laughs> Surely he would <laughs> that just be like a no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing would ever challenge him, so he would just like either that or he'd be skinny, like uh, Flashpoint Superman. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's chowing all his protein, alright, when nobody's the looking, sun. he's benching the bond. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that photosynthesis shit going on. <laughs> his body's just optimized. Superman's is a plant. He is. <laughs> he must be. <laughs> Everything boils down to photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it all comes down to. Literally, if, you, if he can see the sun, you are fucked. Fair, actually. <laughs> I think that's an adequate description of Superman. If Fight could, that bitch at night. <laughs> Even then, you will kick your ass. He can still see the sun, dude. Just because you can't, doesn't mean he can. <laughs> that is also fair. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, speaking of Superman, all right, seeing how we brought him up, all right, one of the things that I think comics have done phenomenally is the relationship Batman has with Superman. And I think they have never put it to screen. Anywhere other than the animated shows. That is fair. Because not to be funny, Batman vs Superman. It, it's like the Last Jedi. That's not my Batman. <laughs> yeah. I- you know, like, that's not how Batman and Superman would... Int- like, yeah, you know? Yes, because Superman is supposed to be this beacon of light and hope and happiness, and he's supposed to be able to save people with a smile and shit like that. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They're supposed to be the twin pillars, like, the two sides of the same coin. They can't both be grumpy. Exactly. The, the Superman's supposed to inspire via hope. Batman's supposed to inspire via fear. That's the whole, like... And the dichotomy there is who's right. Batman is more brutal, but Superman's... You know, more power, yeah, yeah. like... Uh, and I, yeah, it's irritating because there are some phenomenal moments in the um, Justice League like series and stuff Yeah, between, between Batman and Superman that I really, really love. You were telling me about your favorite um, scene from the Justice League. I'm not sure if we spoke about it during our Young Justice podcast, but um, going back to Batman... Oh, with Batman and the kryptonite bullet? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoy that. Because again, it's just that mutual respect. Um, so basically, Batman quits the Justice League, like a oh, boss. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and Superman catches up with him, and he's like, listen here, you had all these plans to defeat the Justice League. Are you so arrogant that you didn't have one for yourself? And Batman turns to him and he's like, of course I did. It's called the Justice League clock. And Superman's like, damn, respect. Tell you what, I trust you completely. You're the only person worth Having this crypt- kryptonite bullet because if you're going to use a gun, you have to use a gun. Like, and, and honestly, it is their relationship at its like peak, really. Yeah. Um, and I, it, yeah, because again, it's that mutual respect they each have for each other, that like begrudging respect, or like they really are the best of friends, but Batman will never admit it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a relationship we're really missing. There's. What's that movie? Oh, I think it might be Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Yes, yeah. The yeah, yeah, animated yeah. movies. There's a moment where Batman flies to destroy the kryptonite meteor, I think it is. And everyone thinks he's died on the way. And Superman just turns to left. Oh, no, it's as he shoots. And Superman's like, you're going to die. And he shoots off in the rock. And Superman grabs Left Luther. And he's like, that was my best friend. And that, to me, is that like their relationship. They'll never say that while the other person's in the room. Yeah. But and of course they're gonna fucking disagree violently, but at the end of the day, so what? Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, it's just a missed opportunity is all. Because then to counter that, you've got the shitty scene in Justice League where Superman comes back to life and he's standing in front of Ben Affleck and he's like, I thought you didn't like me. And yeah. He's like, I didn't not like you. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, uh, Well, I could always go back to the animated series. <laughs> I could, I could have fun there. They did not do Batman justice in Justice League. Ironically, yeah. No, he was done. Well, they didn't do Justice League justice. Justice League, <laughs> dude. He was yeah. a bit of a softy. Like, what happened to that hard, gritty like Batman? I Where he, his Wheaton. face is just like gravelly all the time. Yeah. Well, who knows? Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is releasing soon. Um, yeah. So, maybe it'll be better. Although, I've already expressed before that I think if it is better, it will probably be to the level of Batman vs. Superman, which is not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. But I think Batman is just awesome in general. (laughs) Yes, of course, Batman is awesome. Batman is dope as fuck. (laughs) Batman is dope. Um, Yeah, dude. I think I'm really excited for the new Robert Pattinson version of Batman I really am as well my problem is they're not letting him have his own thing like again like they're just he's just kind of throwing shit at the wall right now and just hoping it'll stick like commit to something you know yeah. like that's the approach I take like if you're gonna make multiple different stuff then just make single like make the Christian Bale trilogy. Yeah. You know, give characters their own individual without this massive interconnected universe, because evidently it's not working. Yeah. So let's just move forward. Marvel gave it to me, I'm happy with that. I don't need it from DC as well. Yeah. Give me good Batman movies. Give me good Superman movies. I don't need to see them crossover. Yeah. You've proven you can't handle that task. (laughs) Honestly. Because not to be funny, but okay, I'm still going to rag on Batman vs Superman. They fucking blew their load all over that movie. Not to be funny. We had a Dark Knight Returns movie, okay? We had a fucking Justice League prequel movie. We had the Doomsday Death of Superman story arc in there. Like, what the shit? We still had Lex Luthor to deal with. We had, again, Justice League being assembled in the background via email yeah like what the shit there was just so much going on and it could have been stressed they needed that movie needed to focus on the relationship between batman and superman and they made it a side plot literally yeah actually um yeah that movie needed several rewrites if i'm honest because i think there is a good movie in there like genuinely for sure like once again, the cinematography excellent. Yeah. The scene in the opening scene in Crime Alley, perfect, uh, literally perfect. I don't know about that. <laughs> with the when Batman steps back, the sonic beams hits like Superman. Oh yeah. The, oh, you're talking the battle in Crime Alley. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I agree with you there. Fucking excellently done. It looks like The Dark Knight Returns. Why didn't you just do that? again not to be funny we've spoken about it before. Start off Batman versus Superman. you can still have the hearings but you make them end Superman arrives the, before Congress so you have that whole newsreel where people are like oh is he good is he bad whatever whatever oh, Yeah all right you still have that Batman opening of him running into the city. Just when the, that first court scene you have Superman walk in and they rule and they go you now operate under the United States jurisdiction. yeah that is what is happening. And then you answer only to the president. Who's the president? Lex fucking Luthor, that's who you do. This is how you make a good movie. Okay? (laughs) Because then it's just the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And then, not being funny, Zack Snyder can do it damn near beat for beat, throw in a little bit more Superman stuff. Yeah. To show how he's, like, chafing under the... And, I mean, you don't have to kill him like they do in the Dark Knight Returns or the fake kill him at the end. Remember, he'd like... Batman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say you can then have them partner up in the traditional cliche way. Yeah, exactly, because not to be funny, by that point, we'd probably enjoy it, because we'd just seen the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that that movie had one of the greatest lines of all time, like, let it be known that I was the man who beat you. Yeah, where he's literally just holding you that up. I want you to know your most private moment. Yeah, cool. uh, I was mad to be just like, Why would you do that? Why would you do <laughs> like that? Uh, that is so cold. I love it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so now we have to, like, we don't have much time left, but we gotta <laughs> hit home some comic book storylines and some animated movies. Fair enough. Okay, comic book storyline wise, I think. Batman Hush, you can't go wrong with. Oh my god, that's so good. I I honestly really really love Batman Hush. you' he was pushed to the edge in that one. And that's the thing; it was really good. It's like the original Nightfall comic and like Batman Hush, where it is just these arcs where this man is pushed to his breaking point. They really show what Batman is. Yeah. It's just a guy with the willpower to just say, I'm standing up and I'm not moving. Yeah. Like, I. I would also add to that list um Court of Owls. Oh yeah, of course. Loved that like arc. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Just because of the like pure terror that that, um comic instills in you because at every point Batman is down. He is is, like vulnerable at every stage. And at the end I was like, I don't even know if he's gonna make it through this. Yeah? No, the the Court of the Alps is a really well told story. Yeah. I really do dig it. Um, and then of course the um, well, two of my favourites is Year One, Maybe. Zero. Yeah, Year One's pretty cool. Um, oh, Batman comics though. I'm, oh, I love me some Batman comics. Um, I think they did really. They did a really cool job in New Fifty Two. It wasn't my favourite of all time, and I wasn't like my favourite stuff you know. in New Fifty Two. Yeah. Um, there were some really cool ideas in there. Yeah, I like the, the Joker arc in that. That was cool. Oh, I read. Really which cool. one was that? Was that when was the Joker the cuddle gets Face into, or was that the Dionysian one where he's like immortal? Um he had the cuddle face. Oh, okay. Right. Um so he gets into the Bat Cave. Yes. And yeah, and he's hanging off the cliff there. Yeah, yeah. And then they have that whole like up in the air moment of whether or not the Joker is actually related to Batman. Uh, and yeah. he was that like Brother that never made it, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> Comics. Are s- the storylines they take sometimes. All wild. They can take. They can do whatever they want because they're just gonna reboot it if it doesn't work. Fair. Um, very fair. Uh, comic storylines. Obviously, you've got classics like the Long Halloween. Um, it's a. Re- have you read it? Uh Possibly. It's really really good. I would highly recommend. Um, of the Phantasm. That's a pretty good animated movie. movie. That's a very good animated movie. I remember they had... um, Okay, Batman Beyond. Okay, okay. Is the business. Let's talk about this. First off, let's just say, once again, for the people at home, Batman the Animated Series is the diamond platinum standard (laughs) of what you want in your life. Okay. And I think Batman Beyond is one of the best continuations of Batman's story ever. I think the idea that Batman outlives everyone but gets too old to continue being Batman—yeah, what an end for the character! And I think that's why both The Dark Knight Returns and Batman Beyond are some of my favorite like Batman stories. Yeah, because it is old Batman, and both it's like two different paths that you can basically take. Yeah, one is fuck it, I'm gonna wear the suit again, I'm gonna Havoc. Yeah, the other is. I'm going to train somebody else. I'm going to bring somebody else on one more time. Yeah. And I'm going to train them. Mm. I really enjoyed both takes. <laughs> I think they're, they're both really done really good, well. Yeah, they're two really phenomenal, stunning interpretations of Batman. The Beyond suit, excellent. Excellent. It looks so cool.
1: Excellent. And
0: really, it fits in with the universe established by the animated yeah. series. And I'll put it to you. like Another amazing animated version of Batman is Brave and the Bold. I, I did, did enjoy Breaking Bad, actually. It was a was lot campier, studio. yeah. But it was, but because if you didn't walk into with the idea of I want the Batman the animated series, yeah, you'd enjoy it because it is—it's it's just, just fun. Him and Green Arrow have a great, like chemistry yeah Germany, man. That was awesome. There's that storyline where they go back to like old King England, Arthur. Like yeah, King yeah, Arthur yeah. and all that, yeah. Oh, it's that was so great. brilliant. Also, there's a really hilarious line from that where he takes out the like. Um, the knuckle dusters. Oh yeah. And then the a girl says like you wouldn't hit a woman, and Batman says the fists <laughs> of justice <laughs> are unisex. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that episode vividly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that was a good cartoon. There was um there was a cartoon called I think it was Beware the Batman. Oh yeah. Was it which was like a middle middling one. It was fine. Um, I know a lot of people enjoy it, but it was the one. I don't know if you ever saw the Joker from it, but he was really, really weird. Oh, um, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's like this almost like like type of thing with yeah, yeah, yeah. like dreads. Yes, like, dreads. Yeah. I remember. I remember with the red eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird. But otherwise, that was a pretty solid yeah. interpretation of Batman. Do you remember um, they made a Batman series that used to come on um, SABC three? where the Batman had, like, a really high-tech suit. So his cowl was basically, like, a helmet with, oh, yeah. the, like, digital eyes and stuff. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Right, so it, it was on for a very short period of time, but it, it, it was very entertaining when I was younger. Okay. Like, it, it will not hold up to the other things that are... <laughs> it Fair. won't. There's few that will, I feel, though. Especially but when you've got the animated, animated series up there, dude. Oh. Yeah, but it's, it's basically... Um, do you remember the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon series? The Amazing Spider-Man cartoon? Spectacular Spider-Man oh, cartoon. Oh, yeah, series, yeah, right, yeah. Sorry, It looks like that. It's that animation style. Oh, that okay. very, like As they were coming into new animation, they like, um, <gasps> took away less detail, made it less grainy. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think I do remember this, yeah. Yeah, mm. so it's that. Like, I'll f- see if I can find a picture of it, but that's what I'm talking about. At the That'd moment. be very interesting. Yeah. Um, The Batman suit from the Justice League animated movies. Which one? Dope. The one with the chin strap thing. Are you talking the, like, New 52 model ones from, like, Justice League War to Apocalypse War? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that That is pretty dope. So cool. I'll be honest, though. I still dig um, the Young Justice Batman suit. Yes. I think that's a pretty spot-on, just standard comic Batman uh, look. I'm trying to think, what are the other, like... Standout Batman-y looks, you know? Because, obviously, we've mentioned Beyond, we've mentioned Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got the live action stuff, but if we look specifically at the cartoons at the moment... Yeah. Honestly, I think the animated series should get a little bit of um, props, because that's a very simple design for Batman, but it is very iconic yeah. in terms of how they use the simplicity mm-hmm. for it. Like, Because the animation from those series, the Justice League, the Superman, the Batman series... sorry Yeah, his suit is very distinctive. Yeah. And realistically, it fits really well in that universe. Do you remember this? Yeah, this is the Beware the Batman I was talking about. Oh, okay, is this it? Yeah, this is it. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they did a really cool... I used to draw this Robin all the time because I thought he looked so cool. Fair enough. Yeah, it is the show I was talking about, the Batman. Yeah. Wait, actually, Google Beware the Batman. Maybe I'm confusing it with something else. All right, quickly. Because um, that was the Batman, I think. Um, that costume wasn't too bad, all things being equal. Oh, this looks sick. Um, let me hear. Cause... Oh, okay. Yeah, Beware the Batman was a 3D animated one that I was about yeah, yeah. to bring up. Um, that one was pretty cool. But it's it the Batman I was thinking about with the dreadlock Joker and all that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, beware the Batman, that was... Oh, God, my memory on that one's a bit hazy, if I'm honest. Yes, this creepy-looking thing over here. <laughs> yeah, that is the messed-up Joker I was talking about. Uh, a very interesting design, I must say. Yes, yeah. Not my favourite. No. Um, the Batman Arkham games, actually, I dig the Batsuit in that. Well, cool, that is... Also terrifying, his fight against Deathstroke in um, oh, Origins. Yeah, yeah. What a boss fight, though! Holy crap! I was so disappointed, honestly. Arkham Knight was very disappointed. Have you played Arkham Knight? Um, I think I played it at a friend's yes. house. No, I haven't played the games on my own because I don't have a PlayStation powerful enough to run those games. Fair, <laughs> very fair. Um, Arkham Knight suffered a lot from the Batmobile because it was kind of like. It's awesome to drive, make no mistake. But it suffers one of those things of. Um, you played like GTA, right? Yes, yeah. You run over pedestrians like it's nothing. Oh, snap. And that's basically what the Batmobile is like, except uh, they've got like little animations to be like, oh, don't worry. It's not that the Batmobile ran them over, it just ran them over at like 100 <laughs> ks an hour and tased them. They're unconscious, it's fine. Or like, oh, don't worry, before we, we, we round them over, we just shot them with rubber bullets. It's like, mm. <laughs> That's death, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the Batmobile's used for everything. And it looks cool, and it's really cool driving it, but it's shoved into everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's very unfortunate. Those games are actually really scary. Yeah. But I, it's super intense, because that's what it would be like as Batman. Batman, yeah. It's it really good. Terrifying. Yeah. It's really good, like, to put you just in the shoes of Batman. But what I was saying about Arkham Knight is that the Deathstroke boss fight off up Garden Origins was shit in <laughs> Arkham Knight because you just did it in the Batmobile. He was literally in, like, a little drone tank. He was like, fight me, Batman. And you're like, oh, I had such a cool encounter with you, like, 20 years ago. Why are you so lame now? Uh... Did you get also get that scene where like Scarecrow or someone like unmasks him and yeah. the Joker gets super pissed off about it? Uh no, because Joker's dead by End of City. So like I remember there was a scene oh that's in Hollywood. Yes, yeah. yeah. Where Scarecrow unmasks him and Joker's like, I don't care that it's Bruce Wayne, I didn't, I didn't wanna know about this. Yeah. Like yeah. But to be fair, that has generally been the Joker's thing in the comics, where it's like, I can find out who Batman is whenever I want. I've had him unconscious multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's not what's important. Mm. Which is honestly what makes their relationship so fascinating. Um, and I think the Joker is probably one of the greatest villains like created. Yeah, of all time. Yeah. And honestly, I think he was done justice marvelously by Heath Ledger. I think, Jared Leto, I'm not sure what was going on there. I hope you recover. Shotgun <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix, phenomenal acting, phenomenal movie. I wish you had Batman in it. Mm. I really do. That was the only thing missing. I, the Joker needs that relationship with Batman. Like a standalone Joker movie is, it was good. It was re- I can't stress enough, it was really good. It's not quite the Joker though. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, which is you know it is what it is. Yeah, and then probably all-time favorite Batman movie, animated movie, under the Red Hood. That is a strong one. Again, I just like this known Jensen Ackles' greatest Red Hood we could have asked for. Yeah, it could have been live action. Just the, I don't care. The feeling and the like emotion behind the voice, the like breaking of yeah. the voice, the like pain of like, confronting Batman and the Joker. Yeah. Oh, dude, when he literally sits there with Batman, literally he's got the Joker in the to lock yeah. and he's like, you decide now. Either kill me or kill him. Phenomenal. It's, and then you've got the Joker there. This is great. <laughs> Let's take pictures. First you and the kid, then me and the kid. <laughs> then we'll get one of the crowbar. <laughs> to be fair, OK, have you read Three Jokers, the comic? Um, no. I have heard so many things about this comic. Okay. It's a... Uh, I don't wanna... It's a good comic. It is a good comic. It's not about the Three Jokers. At all. Bleak. And it doesn't answer anything. Really? That it said it literally like nothing. By the end, any question you had at the beginning, you will have by the end, basically. It's basically a story about trauma and how trauma has affected uh, Batman, Red Hood, and Barbara Gordon, specifically inflicted by the Joker. Yeah. And again, it's a really good story, not a three Joker story. Fair. Um, but, oh, yeah, so, right, I was going to bring this up because this is fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. I think it's the second issue, maybe the first issue, of three Jokers, right? Jason Todd... Basically, he's investigating, and he locates where the jokers are, and he goes to confront them, basically. Mm. motherfucker brought his own crowbar to his beating this time. I'm not even joking. He rocks up to the front gate, they're locked, he whips out a crowbar from behind his hoodie, like, unhooks the lock, gets inside, gets knocked out, wakes up tied to a chair with, like, three jokers all around him, before they start beating him with the crowbar he brought. Oh, well, that's <laughs> funny. It's like, dude, dude! I, I thought that would have been a really cool moment for him to go and beat the shit out of all three of them with a crowbar. No! Would have been lovely. Satisfying. He brought the crowbar to his own beating, and I can't get over that fact. It is mind-boggling. Like, Jason, what That's you That's gonna, gonna you? hurt a lot. <laughs> the pride. The uh, self-esteem. Sa- sa- do you think he covers it up and being like, no, 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 I'm saving time. <laughs> 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 That is so unfortunate. Uh, that boy has been through the most. Jason's Todd! He's just Would been through be so thin- much conk. Oh Ah, yeah, Yeah. But, and that's honestly why I enjoy it. I think we said it on a previous episode of the podcast, mm. where I maintain that the Bat Family to me should only be Batman, two Robins being uh, Jason Todd and Dick Grayson, and Batgirl. And the reason is the Robins are the success, which is Dick Grayson, the man who outgrows his mentor, and the failure, Red Hood, who can't quite match up, Hmm. all right? And there, not to be funny, but you also have the, like, family dynamic where it's like, oh, you're the favorite child, Dick Grayson, you know, Jason Todd, I got nothing type of thing, um, which is really cool. Have you seen, um, or have you read uh, Death in the Family? That's the Jason Todd one, right? Uh, yes, right, I think. Then there is one um, where the Joker and a bunch of villains get all of the Bat family together. They put them at a dining room table. Dead help the them, family, yeah. And they put their faces on ice, and then all of them have like masks and bandages, and it looks like they've all had their faces yeah. cut off. Yeah. That is a psychological nightmare of a comic. Yeah, that is a pretty fucking gnarly bit where, yeah, because Batman's trapped to the head of the table, just yes, like, yeah. welcome, and then it's just, you just see all the people with the bloody bandages and stuff. It's gnarly. Although honestly, if I wonder why, like, because that could have been quite an interesting reboot for Batman, mm. if you think about it, like, that's a Batman, Batman quits the Justice League type five. Like Joker, cut the faces off of every single member of his family. You know, like that's like him going proper brutal. That would be interesting to see. But what was the Joker's reason for not actually cutting off their faces? I really don't know. Because he must have known who everyone was, because by that point he knew Batman was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's yeah. weird one. Yeah. Just one of those it's like Uncle Terror, I guess. Yeah, fair. And trying to preserve those characters for future use. Very fair, which is comics in a nutshell. Yes. yes. Unless they need to reboot. <laughs> no one really dies. No one really dies. Except Uncle Ben. Because everyone literally everyone else has come back. Like there there was a crew of characters who were considered like <laughs> the dead. That uh, was Uncle Ben, it was um, Bucky Barnes, it was Jason Todd, this was obviously years and years yeah, and years yeah, ago, yeah. and it was Bruce Wayne's parents. Yes. And, not to be funny, but Thomas Wayne's come back. <laughs> um, sure, like, kind of alternate reality, alternate timeline type yeah. of thing, he's been back. Um, What's his name? Jason Todd's obviously back. Bucky Bob's obviously back. The only one who dead is Uncle Ben. You kind of feel sorry for Spider Man. Like, he's the only one the tragedy really sticks to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gwen Stacy also dead. Dead, dead. Sort of. Well, reality. I was about like, to say, the problem is they're, they're bringing him back. His OG now. series. Oh, is he dead, dead? Yeah. Because if she's yeah. not dead-dead, that kind of ruins the effect of her dying in the first place. Yeah. The problem is that I, it almost feels, uh, in the new Spider-Man stuff, with the alternate Gwens and all that, it kind of feels like they just took the opportunity to be like, main timeline, Gwen got powers, type of thing, you know? Mm. So it feels a little iffy at times, you're like... Mm-hmm. There's comic books in general, though. No, sure. They all get a bit complicated mm-hmm. and convoluted, comic- hence why the reboots come about. Yeah. But I suppose Batman will forever be Bat- Well, actually, that's not even true. DC's coming out with a thing called Future State. I don't know if you've heard about this. I've, like, in that moment, I you were about to say something like Batman will, will forever be Batman, and then you started saying this other thing, and now yeah. I'm not sure where you're going with it. Please oh, finish okay. that sentence before I murder something out of pure anger. <laughs> okay, so DC's doing a thing called Future State. It's for next year, 2021. Um, and basically what... It is. It's basically gonna be like the future of all of DC superheroes. Yeah. So it's Superman in the far future. It's Wonder Woman is now the black and Batman's now Lucius Fox's other son. Whoa. Yeah. It's a bit weird. They basically they take out all the major heroes and replacing them with new people right. and being like, oh, this is the future of DC. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be like, oh, Batman will always be Batman. But it's like, mm, well. Batman Three, th- I mean Justice League Three Thousand, excellent comic. I enjoyed Justice League Three Thousand. I absolutely love it. Phenomenal. I think also just that what Bats it? That bat went wild. that looks like um, Arkham Batman had a baby with Batman Beyond, and it made the most beautiful, epic destroyer. Fair, very fair. Like, yo, the characterization of that as well. Because, like, the premise of the whole thing is what if the Justice League were missing, like, their core attributes? Mm. And it's like, shit. Mm. Like, yo, they get wrecked, is what happens. Oh, which obviously, but the whole do, thing yeah. is there that they're, like, depowered because they're not quite. Yeah. They're, like, man made versions of the Justice League, which is. Oh, it's, so, it's. What a good comic. I'm so. I will definitely read it again. Yeah, I'm so sad that it. I think it got cancelled, and that's why I'd never really move forward. I'm, I'm, but I think that really one no. arc was perfect. I mean, that's yeah. fair, though, yeah. It was really, really good. If you're gonna do alternate reality, make one epic arc and finish it. Fair. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, honestly, that would have served Kingdom Come very well, I think. Did you read... Uh, you said you read Kingdom Come, right? That's the old Superman um, who loses Lois Lane. Yes, yeah, yeah. Then, like, the na- young generation of heroes are coming up. Yeah. Um, that one actually has a few sequels, I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. They are not good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, they're certainly not up to the standard of that original Kingdom Come yeah. book. Which also, on that note, had a pretty interesting portrayal of Batman. Because that was the one where he's like completely broken in the exosuit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a really cool one, where it's basically, and his whole thing is that he has, like, he, there is no crime in Gotham because he's created these autonomous like bat robots that just take care of everything now. Yeah. And the fact that he was Batman got exposed by like Bane and Two-Face or something like decades beforehand. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Batman has a very rich history of comics obviously. He's been going for like 80 plus years. Yeah. Um, I'm I, very interested to see how they did with uh, going forward, yeah. yeah. Robert Pattinson's Batman. <laughs> so keen on seeing how they developed that really old style of Batman. I love, I actually really like the design of that old Batman everything except for the ears. Yeah, I'm a little iffy on the ears, but I want to see the suit in a yeah. movie first before I really judge because it. Because they took that old suit and they kind of redid it in Zero yeah. Year, I think. Which and old they, like, suit you it. The one where he still had like purple, the purple gloves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they redid it there and it looks great. Honestly, yeah, yeah. one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I'm going to show you a picture of the, the suit I'm talking about, like the upgraded version. <laughs> sure thing. Um, yeah, uh, I think we've talked Batman quite extensively. Yeah, I think we've done a pretty good job. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a pop culture juggernaut, so he's going to keep on trucking. How sick is that suit? Oh yeah, that was the zero year update. Yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. Yeah. So this oh. is. The I dig the purple gloves, honestly. It adds a nice little splash of color. It does, and like, look at the arm detail over here. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. That is a really sick texture to it. So this is the like, if I had to have a Batman suit, it would be that. That's pretty sick. Uh, and I think on that note we can probably end it. Yep. Yeah, Not that they so. got to see which bat suit it <laughs> was, but. Anyway. It was the zero-year suit, for those of you who want to Google it. Yeah, yeah, it's a very cool suit. I've been Ewan. I've been Ryan. Uh, Thank you for listening, guys.